I'm friends with the mayor of Palencia. You can drink his coffee. This week we're going to be drinking Guatemalan El Limon Pacamara Washed. My name is Steve Layton and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So El Limon we've worked with now for four years. Initially introduced to me by my good friend Raul Rodas, who is the 2011 WBC champion. Um, and I did a swap deal with him where I gave him one of my old roasting machines uh, for him to introduce me to some amazing farmers. And it's still one of the best deals I think I've ever done because I got to meet Beto. Uh, Beto is a bit of a legend. He, um, he's just so into uh, making the farm better and so into raising quality. With the help of his son, Beto Junior, who is studying agronomics, um, at university and has got a really good grasp of what's happening on the farm. Um, they really work as a team. It's a whole family input with his wife uh, also inputting into the farm and um, just really, really well run uh, place. Um, it's a Pacamara. Now, what is a Pacamara here, you cry? Well, it's a mixture of the Pacas varietal, which is originally from El Salvador and is a Bourbon mutation, um, and the Marigajit bean uh, from Brazil. And Maragajip is a giant bean, if you like. It's normally kind of twice the size of, um, of a normal coffee bean. But this cross between Pacas and Maragajip, Pacamara, means that you do end up with a big bean, but it gives you a very specific profile. Um, you tend to have a lot more kind of uh, savoury notes in there, and the flavours tend to be far more pronounced and focused. Um, some of my favourite coffees are Pacamaras. Now there are some problems with Pacamaras. Uh, what the main one being, they're difficult to roast. Uh, because of the size of the bean, imagine if you're used to cooking thin steaks and then all of a sudden you get a joint of beef. Um, it takes a little bit of a change of mindset to get the very best out of the coffee. But it's possible and when it's done, it can be phenomenal. Um, so the farm is located in Palencia, uh, which is just outside Guatemala City and yeah, it's just one of my favourite Guatemalan coffees and one of my favourite coffee families. Right, so we're going to do some cupping. Um, it's a while since we've done this, so let's get in. It's a little bit hot. Good job my mouth is made of asbestos. So what I love about this Pacamara is that they can be a little bit savoury. And savoury is not something you really like in coffee, but this one doesn't have any of that. It has a beautiful mouth-coating, thick, melted milk chocolate mouthfeel. Um, has a little bit of sweet honey. Um, an acidity that's very delicate and very small, but it's there of white grape. And the finish, it just ends up like a single cream in texture and in flavour. <laughs> It's a fantastic coffee. Um, this was a varietal that uh, Beto decided he wanted to plant on the farm. Um, not for any other reason apart from he liked Pacamaras. I'll tell you what, I like Pacamaras too. So as I said at the start, I know the mayor is Palencia. And Palencia is a uh, city to the east of Guatemala City. 
And it isn't one of the eight regions of Guatemala, which Ana Cafe, who are the organising people for and exporters for coffee, a governmental organisation, have identified as high potential. I think the reason that I like working in Palencia so much is purely because it's a bit of one of those unknown regions that really hasn't been discovered by the masses. The region is around about 250 square kilometres um, and has about, around about 60,000 people living in it. Um, agriculture is the primary source of income um, and that isn't just coffee, it includes potatoes, carrots uh, and tomatoes. And um, very pretty city, um, very well run city because the mayor would kill me if I didn't say anything different. Um, and one of my favourite places to visit in Guatemala. Tasting time! So, obviously I've got a good idea what this is going to taste like from the cupping, but as I always say, sometimes you find different things on the cupping table that you'll find in the brew, sometimes you'll find different things in the smell, so let, let's go in with an open mind. The first thing that hits you with this coffee that it's sweet, so it has a lovely milk chocolate to it just like you did on the cupping table. Fantastic honey flavour to it. Um, sweet, kind of sticky, clean uh, honey. Um, very creamy body. It's like super creamy. And a shoulder of acidity. Um, and that comes across as like white wine, almost like white grape, kind of like clean, sharp acidity, but it's delicate, it's not in your face. The main thing about this coffee is the sweetness, the milk chocolate, the honey. Um, and also, again, don't get that spicy edge that you, or savoury edge that you sometimes can get with a Pacamara, which means that it's a pretty good, well-processed uh, Pacamara for me. Thank you for joining me, thank you for watching, and uh, I look forward to seeing you again. But in the meantime, do remember, life is too short. That bad coffee.